T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Started back in 2020, uh, 2002, excuse me, 2002, that Gwen's Girls has been trying to put together a way to help at-risk young ladies in the Pittsburgh region. And they've been working uh, in memory as of late, of Gwen Elliott, who was a Pittsburgh police commander, and she was the founder. She had the vision of doing this, and they are doing a lot of different things that are helping a lot of different people here in Pittsburgh, including an event that they've got coming up this week. On the phone to help us talk about and understand these things are the CEO of Gwen's Girls, Dr. Kathy Elliott, and Tashara Halyard, who is going to be the moderator of an event that is coming up, a documentary than a viewing party that'll be taking place on the University of Pittsburgh campus later this week. Ladies, it is great to have you on KDKA. How are you both? Uh, thanks for having us, Rick, on this special Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. We are delighted to have you here. So, Kathy, I'm going to start with you. If you could summarize who Gwen Elliott was and from that, what she would say about where we are right now with Gwen's Girls. So my mom, Gwen Elliott, was a lot of things um, to not just me, her family, but the community and in particularly policing. I often say that she embodied what is uh, considered community policing. She had an approach that she knew that she had to uphold the law, but at the same time understood that uh, folks were maybe going through particular issues and uh, needed um, support. Uh, in addition to potentially being arrested and going to jail. And so um, with that spirit in mind and continue her legacy at Gwen's Girls and uh, most recently through the creation of the Black Girls Equity Alliance, we looked at not only um, issues and um, supports that could be provided for girls and particularly black girls because they are the most marginalized uh, when it comes to uh, juvenile court and uh, child welfare involvement, um, we wanted to also look at what are some of the system's policies and issues that need to be fixed as well. So shifting the narrative of how do we support and fix the girl to how do we support and fix the systems that impact our girls on a daily basis. I once had someone tell me that your mom had a way of knowing when it was appropriate to give grace. Is, is, that a, is that a safe way to describe who she was? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that, that, a wonderful, wonderful woman. Tashira, for you, to be part of this organization and to be able to be part of the documentary viewing party that will take place on these grounds, how would you describe that documentary? If somebody hasn't seen it, doesn't know anything about it, why should they come see this film? 
Absolutely. So the documentary takes place. It, it is surrounding a story that took place back in 2015 at Spring Valley High School in South Carolina. Uh, a young girl, black girl, uh, she was a high school student and she was pulled out of her chair and virtually assaulted by a police officer, the school police officer, um, for simply not putting her phone away. The video that her classmates took went viral, and it was one of the first times that we were seeing the ways in which these very harsh uh, disciplinary practices were happening in schools, specifically leveraged against our black youth and our black girls in particular. And so while the documentary does not take place in Pittsburgh, we do know that there have been so many disparities in arrest and suspension. And as Kathy has stated, it is black girls and black youth, especially who sit at the margins of a lot of these conversations. And so what we say is come out, learn about the issue, and most importantly, learn how we can fix it in our systems, especially our schools and our juvenile justice system. So to Shira, for you as a moderator of the panel discussion, how do you prepare for something like that? I mean, how do you get ready for the questions that may come your way? Or is it your job to simply direct those to other people on the panel and, 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 and to be able to discuss them? Great question, Rick. I, I think one of the beauties of the Black Girls Equity Alliance is that we have voices from in the system, out of the system, community members, parents, and even our girls ourselves. And so we understand that we are not the experts. We are a coalition. And so I'll be looking to my panelists and also working with a co-facilitator who is one of the young girls in our Black Girls Advocacy and Leadership Alliance to really pull and draw from their expertise and really divergent opinions as well. And so we have Gada Makoshi, who is is a community advocate for the ACLU who will be joining us, Dr. Nancy Hines, who is the school superintendent at Penn Hills, and also Ron Como, who is the Penn Hills police chief. And so, again, we want to make sure that there are diverse opinions on the table because nothing will change unless we're able to come together and to have difficult conversations that are solution-driven. Dr. Elliott, is it safe to say that the goal here in having these discussions is to decrease or eliminate the potential issues between students and law enforcement? Is that the ultimate goal? Absolutely. And as Tashara just said, I think having an example of a school district that understands and has at times been, um, you know, experiencing situations such as the young lady being pulled out of her chair by a police officer and understanding the importance of looking at their policies and practices and being more restorative in their responses. And so we want, um, you know, people to come out and see the example that they're setting of not just um, law enforcement or, you know, just being able to utilize um, the criminal justice system to address behaviors, but really taking the time to get the support um, for not only the students, but the staff that are in the building. We all want our schools to be safe. That, at the, at the end of the day, we can agree that that is what we all want. We want our children to be safe. We want our teachers to be safe. We want the police themselves to be safe. How do we make that happen? How do we have a discussion about what safety means in this context? Tashira, for you, this event takes place on Thursday, and the partners in this, it's co-sponsored by the University of Pittsburgh, the School of Social Work, Work Center on Race and Social Problems, the Pitt Office for Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, Gwen's Girls, and of course your Black Girls Equity Alliance. How do people, do they need to register for it? Can they simply show up? What time? Give us the particulars. 
Absolutely. So the event will kick off with the reception at 4.30. The documentary is screening at 5 p.m. And it's in Alumni Hall at the University of Pittsburgh, as you mentioned. There is an Eventbrite registration. You can find that at gwensgirls.org on our website. Also, it should also be listed on Pitt's website as well for the School of Social Work. I should say that this is part of a larger social justice week that has kicked off mm-hmm. the MLK holiday. And we're really excited to be a part of it. Kathy, any cost to participate? Absolutely none. Yeah. The cost is for people to just to come and listen and be a part of some of the solutions. Wonderful that you're doing this. Thank you so much for sharing. Again, it's Thursday afternoon. The reception begins at 4.30. Alumni Hall at 5 o'clock. That's when the uh, documentary will be shown. And then discussions to follow afterwards. Ladies, thank you both for being here and sharing your expertise on this and your passion for making a difference here in Pittsburgh. We appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. To Shira Halyard and Dr. Kathy Elliott joining us here talking about On These Grounds, the documentary, documentary viewing party taking place on the 19th. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.